Yes. I was like, she's got a job, she's got a job, she's got a job. I'm going to have to cut all of this, but this is fun. <laughs> hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we like to visit cheap bars late at night. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. I'm Josh, and I'm hanging out with a cheap lounge singer. Two-bit, second-rate lounge singer. <laughs> I'm Melanie, and I don't hang out at cheap bars. What? What? Cheap? I like a cheap bar. I prefer, actually, I prefer an open bar. Like, like, a, dive. like a, a little, a little divey bar. Like I like a, a upscale bar, but I like me a divey bar too. Melanie lo- knows I like open bars. <laughs> I do. That that yeah. has. I mean, been, those are good. Man, that is. It's this is year fourteen that that joke has been running on. And I'm just like, damn, we need some new material, guys. Well, we gotta hang out. <sighs> Troop. Come to South Fork, where they just opened the, oh, okay. uh, the the third Monday trade event. I don't know if you've been seeing that online. No. Where all, uh-uh. They open up uh, all these spots for vendors to come down and sell their stuff. And uh, what? Yep. Yeah, uh, Google. I'll put up a link in the uh, in the group. Are they Dallas vendors? Like Dallas merch? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, people that are like small businesses in the area. Right. Down there, that will come okay. in and sell their merchandise. Okay, I just didn't know if they were like vendors, vendors not, who sold Dallas things. Is what I was excited about for a second. Me too. No, they're <laughs> supporting the local economy. They used to have a, a home somewhere else, and it ended. And they found a new home at South Fork. And there's a wait list to get on the uh, ah. the vendor list, which I was just reading about. But I'll gotcha. post more about that later. Cool, cool. Well, first, I'd like to thank our Patreon members. I'd like to thank Captain America, Sheen Pai, Lauren Bernheim, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you very much. Uh, if you would like to be a part of our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash ewingbbq, where we, have, we are currently reading the book Dallas by Lee Raintree and commenting on it. Uh, um, we have new chapters coming every week. Uh, we also are answering Patreon questions, and basically we just talk about Dallas. So, and uh, check on us the out. Su- on the subject of the book, uh, the writing is you just have to you just have to hear it. You just have to hear it. That's... it you have oh, to boy. you have to listen to us read it. Oh my god cuz we will seriously like sit there and be like what the fuck as we're reading. And we were reading They're, sober. Like, talking we were about reading Ellie's sober nipples recently. when she's like 15, man. Like I Oh my god. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I I had to read a section that was like erotica and all I could think of was It was all I could think of, and I said it was uh, Family Guy when uh, Betty White read uh, Erotica from Peter Griffin. Speaking of which, uh, we should take a moment. I know it wasn't Dallas related, but Betty White left us since we've last recorded. Oh, America's God. grandma. It, it was it was unfair. It, God damn 17 it. or 18 days shy of her 100th birthday. And, and we. Bob Saget left us too, um, unexpectedly. And that that has a mini Dallas tie-in because Juan Pablo de Pace, who was on the 2012 series as uh, Nicholas Trevino, was on Fuller House with uh, Bob Saget. So that's a- well, Betty White was on uh, Golden Girls and Monty Markham was too. He was Clayton Hollingsworth, Blanche's brother. And David Wayne played Blanche's father. 
Yes. Mm. So. Oh. Six degrees of Dallas. But, uh, Six there's degrees usually of a Dallas. connection. But we there's usually a connection out there somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, somebody I mean, it was on for so long, and Dallas, so many people. The Golden yeah. Girls. We yeah. do need to raise a major glass to Betty and a tip of the cap and Bob Saget and. So cheers to them. Cheers. But also, Mary's birthday is tomorrow, <laughs> y'all. Is. So it'll it'll it will have. It will have passed by the time we get this episode out, but it is Mary's birthday tomorrow. And even cooler, I may have known this, but I didn't remember this until she just reminded me. Her husband Seth's birthday is today. They're January 18th, the day that we're recording. Barely yeah, a year we apart. Are <laughs> just barely a year apart. One day shy of being exactly a year apart. Uh, today is the only day that, because I'm a year older, we are the same age. So... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's so cool. And and you know, um you you share a birthday with uh my be- my good buddy Lux, my you do, pet dog I, I do. I share a birthday Instagram. with your dog. Yeah. And, and he'll be seven tomorrow. And I, I bring that up because, you know, Betty White also loves animals and we all know that. And uh Very there's true. a challenge Very out true. there. The the Betty White challenge to donate yes. to your local animal Very shelter. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. I did that yesterday in her honor. Awesome. Oh, so. Oh, and on January 20th, the day after is uh, not Dallas related, but David Lynch's birthday. So. Yeah. Uh, there oh. were some Dallas people on Twin Peaks, so. There Six degrees of separation several, again. Several Dallas people. Mostly. Including uh, Sarah's birthday mate, uh, Joshua Harris. Joshua Harris, Christopher Ewing. Played Little Nikki. Yes. Little Nikki? <laughs> Little Nikki. Yep. And I found out it's true that that character, Little Nicky, on Twin Peaks is what inspired the Adam Sandler movie. Really? Really? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm just going to run a couple of, uh, I don't know if we've been on this month yet, so I just want to run a couple Dallas birthdays actually here. Cool. Victoria Principal, uh, January 3rd. And she posted something on her page was an article stating the year in which she was born, so we now know her birth, her real birth year, 1950. Has oh, she been faking it? There have been various reports over the years. But I was about to say, I thought she was like 53, but 50, that means she was a year She's older than 72. my dad. Fern Actresses Fitzgerald's birthday was... <laughs> yes, they do. Fern Fitzgerald uh, was January 7th, born 1947. I'm just going to state their birth year so you can do the math. Uh, The late Sherilyn Rotino, who played Jackie, was born in 1956 on January 13th. Barry Jenner, who played uh, Jerry Kenderson, January 14th, 1941. And Meg Gallagher, who I believe played Luella, uh, was born 1950 on... January 23rd. And more coming next week. We'll yes. cover the back half of the month. Cool. And also on a semi-related note, um, if anyone out there is looking for the Ultimate Dallas Facebook page, Facebook has shut it down. And it does... They have? Still shut it's down. Still, it doesn't look like down. it's coming back. So that's 19,000 followers that are wondering where the page is. Mm. And come on over. 
Facebook page. Right. Come on over. Things will continue there on Twitter and uh, Instagram. But if anyone doesn't like the fact that Facebook is shutting down pages without giving reasons, contact Facebook. (laughs) That's all. So, shall we? So, yes. Tonight, we are talking about Season 4, Episode 15, The Quest. We'd like you to be our candidate. I can't believe you're serious. Do you know this could affect our lives and you didn't even think to talk to me about it? That would have been difficult, wouldn't it? With you down on the Gulf Coast playing with Alex Ward? Are you asking me if I slept with Alex? All you have now is a feeling you're being followed. The feeling isn't much to go on. Someone is following me and I am not going to put up with it any longer. No, Sue Ellen, I am not having you follow me. You want to know why? Because I just don't give a damn. It was written by Robert J. Shaw, directed by Gunnar Hellstrom, and aired February 13th, 1981. Now, that's not Robert Shaw from Jaws, mind you. Um, Probably not. This episode was number one for the week with a 30.6 rating. And Mm -hmm. it was um, Anne Francis's last episode, apparently. Oh, we just never see her again. As Arliss. Nope, she just disappeared. And the wardrobe did not have enough budget to give her any change of costume for her last scene. So she went to a local fabric at MGM, or near MGM, bought some silk and made a scarf and dress just in time for the scene. She made it? What? She made it herself. Damn. So. Hey, now I have to go back and watch the... Props out to you, Miss Honey West there, Anne Francis. Dang. But it sucks they didn't have any yeah, budget for heck? her. Oh, oh that, oh, that was the other thing. Apparently, um, I've seen the articles, and I'm surprised we actually haven't mentioned this before, but they are in the process of apparently remastering to high definition to go to put Dallas on HBO Max, along with Knott's Landing and what? Falcon Quest and other shows. Dude. Okay, I want to watch Falcon Crest. I never watched it. So, but I was so this about not process could take a little while, but I've yeah, seen a, a couple of articles that um, are they just? Said I, that that is, I'm wondering if they're just like, you know, up converting it, or if they're going back to like the negatives and making it look nice. You know, I hope so. That they didn't yeah. mention. It was not too in depth of an article, but <clears throat> just said that it's in the works. So you said Dallas Falcon Crest and not saying anything. Wow. That's awesome. Oh that would be my that would be my I best need to watch ever Falcon to lay on my Crest. Couch There's a lot of alumni on other shows that were on that yeah. that I need to watch. <laughs> I you know, Barbara I Johnson, used to be on, right, on Dallas. After, right after Dallas and I would just go to bed. That's like the one show my mom didn't and watch. My father so. had a friend out in California that uh I don't know what he did, but he almost ended up buying the property in the man in the mansion where the Falcon Crest wow. was based. Wow. So that would have that would have been cool to have that. And it, who was it? Jane Wyman was in it, right? Yes, yeah, Ronald Wyman. Reagan's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Robert Foxworth? Yep. Who was married to Elizabeth okay. Montgomery? And Chris uh, Alfonso yep. was on it, who was also on Days of Our Lives as Hope. Speaking of uh daytime, um when we had Charlene and Lee on, it was the Happened to be the exact date and anniversary, and he mentioned Luke, Luke and Laura's Laura. wedding. Luke and Laura's wedding, and they I know. just killed. They just killed 
Luke they Spencer just off- apparently on General Hospital for all the daytime viewers. Dude. So. Yeah, but Laura was dead too before. So um, I mean that was, that was the whole She was because that's they had uh Christopher Cross's Think of Laura became oh. a really big deal because she was dead. Uh. For several years than General Hospital. Oh, wow. I didn't even watch General Hospital, but and, I know that much. I didn't either. And don't ask Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai what he thinks of Christopher Cross if you saw season four of Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have not. <laughs> when uh, I heard that line, my husband Seth just looked at me and started laughing because I love Christopher Cross. I do. And, I don't care. And, and I then love they him. Dis- I then they were discussing Peter Cetera, who actually had the song Gloria Love in the... Yeah. <laughs> I love Peter I, I liked season two, uh, four of uh, Cobra Kai. It was. It was okay. It, I don't think it was as strong as one of the earlier seasons. They're really leaning into like, we know we're cheesy. We're in on the joke, and we're just gonna go with it, which is, you know, what but it is. What they but. do so. What they do well is the complexity of the characters because they give you reasons at various times to like and hate them. And, Which Dallas did that right, and I'm. But I'm, some of I'm those characters like, change on a dime. Oh my God! You're like right. they're like I'm uh, a jerk. Uh, now I'm nice. And, <laughs> and I'm looking. You know, you want to hate like Terry Silver big time. You, you should hate him and Martin Cove. But then you look and you go, God, they were in Vietnam, and Vietnam people came back really screwed up, and you know, so you, you're just you're yeah. you're going back and forth on the the way you're and. I, I I personally enjoyed that back and forth and just the complexity of it. I'll watch the next season. <laughs> but I know, I'll watch it eventually. I watched the first one. That's all. Larry Hagman is uh, opening this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In we his open office. Ewing Oil. Yep. And Mr. Brown is there because he doesn't trust phones. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Brown. That is a real big risk. Him showing up there. Way riskier than calling. And, and who's I sitting in the lobby? Or up by, up by uh, Luella's desk? Leslie. Leslie Stewart, Miss, I record your phone calls, or conversations, rather. Right. I hate her. Well, I, I think he's there because I swear to God, he is just, he, he is loaded down with little, like, reel-to-reel recorder under his jacket because he's just there, like, he's basically like, can you speak into the microphone, JR? You understand this is a felony. <laughs> So he's. I know that was hilarious, and I was like, "This guy looks the part." He does. I was like, the, "Where's his feathered cap?" Sleazy like, glass. The sleazy shady glasses. And- is he supposed to be a mercenary and not a pimp? I or don't like, know. what's going on? <laughs> what is he doing? He's like, "Hey man, give me some money. I'll make this revolution happen for you." What is, what is he like? A, is he like a financier or something, or like a middleman? Like, or- undercover FBI agent, I think. <laughs> he's just—he's shady as fuck. I know, but. He's a pimp. <laughs> you know it's hot out here for a pimp. <laughs> and he says if it goes sideways, he's invisible. Just remember yeah. that. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm jetting. If anything you know goes it's wrong, funny. it's all on you. And JR's just like, yeah, so is all the glory, basically. And you're like, okay, whatever, Basically, JR. he's okay. like, all right, bring it. <laughs> well, if they're going to go into this, then something's going to hit the fan at some point. Otherwise, they wouldn't go down this road. Yeah, but Jr. always fucking gets out of it, though. Always. Like Every time. He's like the Teflon Don. That's why he doesn't care, because he knows that he can get out of shit. 
JR is Honey Badger. <laughs> yeah, so he leaves and Leslie. Yep, walks back in. They just like Leslie trade Stewart. places. Yes. And all JR wants to do is talk about how hot she is. And she's just like, uh, yeah, thanks, whatever. Let's get down to work. <laughs> you got a 5.30 uh, interview that I've, I'm setting up here at the office, which we never actually see. That's true. And she wants to prep him on, like, the 14-year-old kid going to prep school in New Hampshire and the two uh-huh. girls and at Vassar and the She's and the like, you should be paying attention Staten to this. Island and Long Island Sound and blah, blah, blah. And, and JR's just All like, he can think about is getting her, her blouse off. Oh, yeah. Yes. And she's like, she has a lot of questions about the guy who just walked out of the office. She's like, who's that guy? And JR's like, eh, yeah, don't worry about it. And she's kind of like, mm. uh, Just a salesman. And he, he wants her for, well, that just came out wrong. He wants her for dinner. Um, no, <laughs> in more ways than well, one. But, I mean, um, not she wrong. says she has another, no, you're right. She has another appointment with a, a Wayne McAllister. I wonder if he's related to uh, Kevin McAllister's family in Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. But um, she has other clients. He doesn't like that. No, he gets pissed about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he's just assuming that she's put everything else in the back burner just to work with him. And he doesn't like she's she's doing everything right to entice him to just string him along like she's driving him crazy because she just keeps turning him down. She's like, she's you have my attention, but not all of it. Oh, my God. She's winding him up like a top and leaving him with blue balls. Right. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's another way of putting it. Yeah. 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 Then we have a shaky exterior shot of South Fork. Yeah. Where uh, Sue Ellen gets a phone call from Clint, where he invites her to dinner, and he's speaking Uh, Japanese to her because he's going to go to Japan. fucking weird. I don't understand why all these fuckers just think they can call these people's wives at their home. Right. And she's out by the she's out by the pool, and that really long phone cord is running out the door again. Some Raúl and Teresa are probably going to trip over that thing if they're not careful. But like, why why would anybody think? Okay, I'm because that was back in the day when we used to pick up the other line in the kitchen and like listen to your brother talk on the phone. Yeah, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. You did that? That's all I think. So yeah, like, so easy did, to eavesdrop. People did that. Yes. Really. Yeah. I'll never forget. I used to put my finger on there and go like that and slide uh-huh. it out uh-huh. real then, slow. And then as soon as it would come back, I would be like, hold it. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to 70 of my brother's phone calls. Like, I can't even tell you. Mostly if you think your mom's talking about you on the phone and you want to hear what she's saying. Oh, yes. Pick it up. Uh, seriously watch out for those phone cords, though, if you're walking around South yeah. Fork. Because they're all over the Somebody's house. Somebody's got to get hurt. I'll trip you. Shoot their eye out. And what if what if Clint calls and Jr. answers the damn phone, or Bobby, or Jock, JR's or Ellie? Jr.'s never going to or... answer. I don't think, has Jr. ever Sorry, answered the phone number. at South Fork? I don't think that's a thing. No, I don't think so. I know Bobby has, but I don't think he had to have at some point. He doesn't say hello though. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Talk to me. That's like that's like my brother-in-law. Yeah, he's like, yep, talk to me. That's such an Uncle Jesse thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Jesse Full House or Uncle Jesse Dukes of Hazard? Oh, true. Um, Okay, Full House. I just, as, as you were saying that, I just had to go, oh, wait a minute, we have two Uncle Jesse's out in television it's world. It's true, it's true. <laughs> mm. 
oh, yeah, the hot ones. Pepper. I mean, that's or objective, gentle. but mm, everybody's got a thing. <laughs> okay, uh, the younger one. I mean, he did. He the, did. He did play Blackie Callahan one? on Dallas at one point. So. True. I'll go, the younger, uh, the, the younger one. one. We're gonna yeah. go with that. The young, John. So they're gonna meet at uh, they're gonna meet at Petrino's at eight p.m. with Sue Ellen. Cool, cool. Clint, uh, and then Jr.'s meeting with is this guy have a name? I didn't catch a name. Phil. Phil. Uh, we. Okay. They Phil. mentioned his last name later Phil. in the episode. In, when okay. They, Donna says. But his I didn't last pick name. up on it. I just wrote Phil as yeah. Melanie Phil. obviously did too. Yeah. Because uh, Jr. is like very much getting to this guy, and like you know he he's talking to him and he's like, well, you know, uh, Cliff Barnes can't be in the running for the Senate, you know, and he just like looks at him, and Phil is just like, oh shit, and he's like, basically we have an understanding, and I wrote like blackmail. What did you do, right. Phil? What does Jr. Oh, have on you? Right. What does Jr. have on you? He's like, he's like, I need to make sure that Cliff Barnes is not going to be your candidate for Senate. Because you can tell Jr. has him for something. Because he's just like, uh. He does. Who in Dallas doesn't Jr. have for something besides Cliff Barnes? Donna. Yeah. He's got nothing on Donna. Yeah. Jeremy probably. And he never will. Yeah. I don't think. That was definitely. We're blackmail. I'm blackmailing you somehow. Yeah, for sure. Understandably so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's like the mood just like changed. It was like a friendly conversation, and then all of a sudden, Phil looked like he was gonna like have a heart <laughs> yeah, attack. He, he was like, like oh. he looked like, like he oh, needed a depends. Uh, <laughs> and Jr. like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I help you, you help me. C'est la vie. Quesera, sera. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to South Fork. They eat dinner late at South Fork. Uh, I'm just I'm noticing. Everybody does but me. I've learned this. Sue Ellen is going out for an 8 p.m. dinner. She's leaving. She passes Bobby outside wearing her fur. Mm-hmm. And it's an 8 p.m. booty call. Yeah. yeah. And Jock, Not yet. call it what you want Jock, to call Jock it. is inside by himself, seated, of course, because Jim Davis, poor guy, can't stand. And I love the way that what Sue Ellen says to Bobby is she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, she's working down at the coast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it makes Bobby, like, and think about she, it. Like, puts the car in reverse and yeah. leaves. He's like, what? Because, like, she, he hasn't she, thought she, about she, it before. Like, that she might be yeah. down there with somebody. She's yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, like she's, she's, she's working. How, yeah. how much he's wrapped up in his own world right uh-huh. now, too. Because yeah. I think anybody would like, think that at least once, or for a second. Damn, it's Sue the Ellen, equivalent of her going over to the fireplace with the poker and kind of poking the embers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to well, reignite she's, them. She's actually probably kind of pissed because she's friendly with Pam at this moment. You know, they go back and forth. But um, yeah. she's probably pissed because she sees Bobby treating Pam like shit. So she's probably pissed at him. She sees him. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say she sees him treating oh, Pam the way Jerry treats Swell, but Bobby's not sleeping around. No. And remember, she saw him, she saw Pam with Alex Ward at that restaurant oh, and yeah. was all like, Pam, I don't blame you. Like, whatever, oh, that's Pam. right. And then realize that she's on. She's like down at the coast, and she's like, "Oh, she's working, what, right?" What is it called? Port of Aransas or something like that. Port Aransas. Yeah. Port Aransas is that a real place? It is. We looked I it up a couple never weeks heard ago. Of it. Okay. Yeah. But it was just—it was so funny to me because the way Sue Ellen was just like, she was kind of catty but like nonchalant about it, like, "Oh yeah, she's working. Uh, that's that's right. right. Yeah, working, and that's what they call it these days." 
Oh yeah, she's working. Okay, yeah. Working. And Bobby was like, "Wait, what?" She works hard for the money. <laughs> she's working more than nine to five. <laughs> and I love it how Bobby goes in there and he's talking and. Like, Miss Ellie comes in. She's like, yeah, I'm going out, bye. And Jock's like, rrr, 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 all these women. Nobody sits down around the table anymore. Because isn't dinner at South Park at 7.30 usually? Drinks drinks are at, seven, what, like, like 6, 6.30, yeah. right? Yeah, and then dinner's, like, at 7, and Jock just, like, has a fit if the entire family's right, not right. there. That's how my grandfather right. used to be. Swell's in town. JR's it's in like town. You, Ellie's And uh, Pam's. And that's just it. You know, you can't. You can't. You can't expect everybody realistically to be home for dinner every single night. Right. I mean, when you've got how many people out working and then, you know, your your married children that live in the house, they, they need some time to their selves, yeah, like true. with their spouses. So, like, let it go, man. Yeah. Yes. And let it did go. we all pick up on Bobby talking about the solar energy and Jock is like, yeah, until you find something else you want to do or something like that. Or we'll right, if- right. Mm-hmm. Which he yeah. says that a few times in this episode about things Bobby's getting into, which I think is actually not wrong because Bobby really has been bouncing from thing to thing, like trying to figure out who he is. Yeah, construction, yeah, construction. Right. And, right. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll nail the other part of that. Part we'll of the nail the other part of that later in the episode at the breakfast scene. Yes. When we yes. Pick up on that, yeah. but. But I just thought it was great that all the women were out of the house doing their own thing, and Jock was like, "It's women today," and it was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Talking to himself." It's like, "Damn right, goodbye." Yep, Jock, you, he's, you're a curmudgeon. (laughs) But poor poor Jim, poor Jim, though, looking at him, yeah, just Mm -hmm. no, poor Jim, yeah. It's just his his voice too. You can tell just the gravel in this, and Mm -hmm. it's just. It's getting harder. It's not going to be long. I know. It's like, okay, so this episode was what date again? The 13th. February. So. And he died in real life. April 26th. April. Okay, see, I guess I didn't realize it was that close. Jordana Brewster's birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they probably filmed this in what, early January? Late yes, December. because the making of a president was filmed the, right before they split up for Christmas break, according to uh, Deborah uh-huh. Trinelli. Okay. Okay. So early so, January. Is episode it, that's this honestly, season, though? Yes, it's two episodes okay. before the season finale. Okay. okay. The season finale is May, May 1st of 81, which obviously had to be filmed Early. earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, so the first thing I noticed when we cut to the next scene down in port, wherever the hell they are. Somewhere. Francis. Somewhere. 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 Um, Jackie is watching them. Oh, yeah, she is. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, she is. That's She's the just first thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is she staring at? Oh, uh, that's what she's staring at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alec, Alex and Pam at a cozy little table off in the corner by themselves. Mm-hmm. What, got, mm-hmm. what got me, though, was you had the shot of the waitress with the women at their table. Oh, yeah. And Alex is like, oh, miss. Yeah. And then you hear a man's voice and I'm looking around going. Where, where's the man? I'm like, the camera is still on the women. I'm just like, am I hearing things? I think they left it on like Jackie on purpose to gauge her reaction. Cause it was like literally Jackie and then panned over to them. Uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like following her gaze. Yep. So good directing. Gunnar. Uh, Cheryl. <laughs> Pam is basically like, I'm not like the other girls. 
Pretty much, yeah. Because he's oh, like, you cheesy. didn't say your husband was neglecting you with any kind of bitterness. And she's like, well, I'm not bitter. Yeah, they're and disgusting. He's like, Bobby's he's like, oh, come on. Pam, like he's Pam makes me not like her sometimes. But like in this instance, in this, this actually this whole season, I don't like her sometimes because of mm-hmm. what Bobby does to her. The way that they made her character this season makes me like angry with her. Kind of like disgusted with her, I should say. Next season, if I think I'm right, it's because... Is that right? It, it has to be season? next season. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Trim. Cut. Spoiler. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Spoiler. Sorry. So, JR, barges into Leslie's very plant-filled apartment. Yeah. There, yeah, there are a lot of plants, aren't there? And he's like, who's your decorator? She's like, me. So when she's not caring for the plants, she uh, when she's not taking care of her plants, she's obviously watering her plants. <laughs> ah, she hires someone to do that. She, she ain't got the time. Yeah. It's probably the same person that waters all of Kyle Bennett's plants. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I very much like how JR is all like, hey, I'm here and I've got this bottle of champagne and we're going to celebrate because I called off your next client. And she's like, oh, imagine that. Well, you know what? You did. And uh, I booked another one. <laughs> Suck <Sucker. laughs> So it sucks to be you. And he, JR just does not like being told no. He does not. But it also intrigues it. him. He ma- it mm-hmm. makes him want her more. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think it was really presumptuous of Jr. to try to do that, and I think so does she. So she puts him yes. in his place, and so I love it. Invasive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just just to show up and be like, hey, you're you, you know you had a cancellation. I'm gonna sit here and drink, and she's like, cool. No, you're not. You can drink by yourself because I'm going out. Yeah. And what yeah. was that basket? Did he have a lot of bottles of wine in there or something or champagne? It was, or? I think it was a champagne bucket. It looked like there were multiple mm-hmm. bottles oh, in there. Like he was maybe. planning for a long night. <laughs> well, I mean, it's JR. And she it even is Larry said something. Ab- too, so. uh-huh. Well, and she said something about logistics or whatever because he was a married man and he's like, oh, it's a technical difficulty. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you're scum. <laughs> yeah. But then, but he was, he was kind of like, well, you're not going out dressed like that, are you? And she's like, oh. You're right. And she whips off her robe and she's like dressed up to go out. And she's like, I always put it on when I'm doing my makeup. Dumbass. You know, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, so I got to go meet my other client. So, so guess bye. what? I'm gone. <laughs> bye. Say goodbye. Bye. And he's like, it's so funny. He's like sitting there with a bottle of champagne in his hand. And he's like, hmm. just like you see all the wind <laughs> just get knocked out of his sails. Uh-huh. Yep. He might as well take great. he might as well take that bottle and pour it on his crotch because he's not getting any tonight. Cool yeah. him off. <laughs> yeah. And right now I don't even know if she's an option on the table for him. Because she's very much acting like she's not interested. Yeah. He's gonna he might go after another option later. Hmm. He he might. Meanwhile in the parking lot of of Petrino's or uh Sue Ellen is being followed by the worst PI in the world. In the world. Again. Yes. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I about to say it's not the same guy. Oh, it it's the same guy. Uh, He's just really bad yeah, at his job. It's the same it guy. Well, He's so it's the same obvious. Guy even oh, God. Right. I mean like they stick to the same person on her that was she called last time. Right, and then she's very distracted in the restaurant and tells Clint that she's being followed, and it can't be Alicia because uh, she's not that she wouldn't think of something like that. Oh, he's yeah. basically calling his own wife dumb. I know, yes. I didn't like what, that. What a yeah, douche, making her feel dumb. 
And she's determined to find out why she's being followed. Yeah. And I just don't understand that sometimes, man. I mean, and JR will do the same shit with his women, like put down, put down Sue Ellen and to like gain sympathy or I don't, I just, I don't understand, you know, and if I ever hear a man talking like that about his wife or girlfriend, you know, while they're simultaneously hitting on me or somebody else, I'm like, this is not attractive. That is a red flag right there. Yeah. It is a red, flag, a red flag because, you know what, let's just say if you and I ever were to get together two years down the road, which ain't going to happen, you're going to do the same shit. Totally. You're going to go out and you're going to talk shit about me for the next girl. Like, yep. Creature of habit. You're just mm-hmm. piece of crap. Means he doesn't have respect for his partner. Okay, his Mar- marriage, his partner, Ma- nothing. Mary, oh. say it to Clint. To Clint? I don't, I don't, yep. I don't need to say it to Clint. I, I, I don't have a that very, strong of feelings about Clint. I just think he needs he to check born, himself before he wrecks himself. Same. Check yourself, Clint. Exactly. <laughs> so, then we go from paranoia to uh, Lucy apparently got the beef stroganoff right tonight. I guess Finally. so. So she says. So, so yeah. she says. I, I, think she, yeah. I think she had it catered. I think she did too. <laughs> Probably, but we don't We're, know for sure. That, wearing that, wearing that purple thing and that frilly apron thing over it mm-hmm, that looked like mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was some like good housekeeping. It almost was like something out of one of the like Disney theme parks in the hotels or the restaurants. I mean, she tried. Yeah, yeah, she's trying, and like she she's actually made a dinner party in Arliss. Poor Lucy. Yeah, for his whole family over, but she didn't tell him. And he's made plans to go to the lab. With Dr. Carlin, no relation to George, and do some serum tests. Right. So that leaves And she's Lucy like, well, we don't alone. need the money. And he's like, it's not the point. <laughs> right. right. Lucy alone, where she and uh, subtly goes at Afton right in front of Arliss. Right oh, in front of Arliss. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yep. Is Lucy talking about JR to Afton? Oh, yeah, totally. You know, she was like, you don't want people to talk, you know? And it's like, ooh. I think she's trying, they, to, I think she's trying to warn Afton, but Afton really, is not she taking is. it well at all. No, no, and Lucy also, even though she might be trying to be mm-hmm. helpful, she also has a little tiny bit of snark. Yeah. Which is probably not coming across right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> right. She's like, Lucy's mm. always had a little bit of snark in her. Yes, that's And Ashton's like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I really got to be going. Uh-huh. And Lucy's like, all right, all right, bitch. I mean, I told you. Right. You, you go, <laughs> you do not, you. But you, you do you. I don't want to your you. bed, literally. Lucy's mm. snark goes all the way back to when she said to Pam, lady, you haven't got a chance. True, true. Call me her name. Yeah. But Lucy, Lucy knows what's up. Lucy knows that Afton is like just another pretty face who's caught Jr.'s attention for ten Five seconds. seconds. Yeah. And she's like, "You are setting yourself up for heartbreak and failure and God knows what else. Don't be stupid." And Afton's like, uh, "What? What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't think I like where this conversation's going." Yeah. Mm. Afton's and all she's like, out "You the don't know me." I'm like, mm, but she does. Mm. She's out the door to the club to sing Steal Me Away for three hours. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then, scene cut, cue Just a Friend by Biz Markie. 
So he's just a friend. Oh, because literally, you. that's what Pam tells <laughs> you. got what I need. Did he die last year? I think sometime. Yes. I think he did, yeah. But yeah. that's literally what Pam tells Jackie. She does. And, and Jackie's not <laughs> buying it for one second. She's just like, she's just like uh, mm. okay, good, nice story. And like, the note I had a the, whole the, ass camera pan, man, watching right. you. I watch you the whole time. <laughs> I know. I watch you the whole time. <laughs> and, and the note and the champagne and the flower in the room with the adjoining room next door is proof that he's... Not just a friend. He doesn't. And want not to be just, just a friend. friend. Because and he's no. literally like, all you have to do is open the door, and we fucking. And she and she locks it. She locks it. I was like, she thought she about thought it about for a second. It. She thought about she it, and then she was like, she no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Smart move, nope. Pam. Smart move. Just say no. At a girl. She thought about it for sure. Just say no, Nancy. Just follow Nancy Reagan's advice. Just say no. Oh, terrible advice. I like this scene very ne- next because there are no words. Oh, yeah, it's oh mm-hmm. we have to drink because Miss Ellie is silently emoting. Oh yes, my da, da, God, da, 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 I still da, da, have beer. <laughs> <laughs> and she's emoting that she loves him, like she's mad at him, but she loves him. Mm-hmm. And it was nice how she put the blanket on and mm-hmm. took the glasses off and. Mm-hmm. Poor Jim. Poor Jim. Poor Jim. Poor Jim. Poor Jim. <sighs> and then Sue Ellen it straight is. out asks uh, Jr. if he's having her followed, and he doesn't really like, give a damn. He's like, I, "No, I'm not, because I really don't give a shit where you go and what you do. Don't care." Does she think he's going to say I know, yes? Then? I don't. Maybe I don't know. And then he storms <laughs> out. And you know what I realized at this point? Hmm. This is half the episode, and it has all taken place in the same day and night. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We have not even hit the next morning yet. Oh, and the show is really picking it. up its pace with the editing, with the scenes. It's really yeah. like scene, yeah, cut, so. scene, cut, scene, cut, which they were much longer in earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. But it, it's interesting how half the episode is all in the same day and evening. Because mm-hmm. the next scene is... Lucy rushing Mitch off in the morning to school and almost getting caught with a cleaning lady that she's hired. And you know who this cleaning lady is? This cleaning lady is a actress named Claudia Breyer who played Norman Bates's real mom in Psycho 2. What's her name? Uh, her name is Claudia. Claudia Breyer. She played Mrs. Emma Spool in Psycho 2. And oh. she is, I recognize her right away. I was, because I love Psycho 2. I'm a huge fan right. of Psycho 2. And uh, it's an underrated film. I knew she looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Little trivia for uh, everybody yeah. out there. A little trivia. But you know. Isn't it funny how when Mitch leaves for school, he's studying to be a doctor, and he leaves with three tiny books and no bag? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Maybe How's all that medical information hard, fitting but... into this? But it's always oh, like yeah. the symbolic three tiny books that he walks right. out with. It's yeah, yeah, like... yeah, right. Yeah. Even though he's probably going to be gone all day. I don't know. And Lucy's like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going back to bed. You can do your thing. But don't <laughs> show up exactly at nine. You could have right. run into Mitch. Yeah. 
That's so like Lucy, though. Oh, my God. I should have expected it. That's why I think the dinner the night before was catered. It was catered. Totally catered, yeah. So we cut to Sue Ellen uh, talking to Dr. Elby, and she's just ranting about how she's being followed. Talking. And yeah, she's ranting. She's not talking. Yeah, she's, she's ranting. She's ranting. <laughs> they had a new exterior establishing shot without the stupid wagon outside. Mm. Just to... The fucking wagon. I, I double-checked to make sure they didn't have an editor's uh, whoops because she's driving a new car. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, good. Yeah. Good call. Um, And Albie doesn't believe her, and he thinks that she's fantasizing about being followed. And and then I love Sue Ellen in this scene because she's just like, no, no. Remember when everybody thought I was fantasizing before about everything? All those times, and I was right. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, you've got a point. (laughs) And then then they pulled me over for drinking, and I wasn't drunk. Fact. Uh, yeah. I, and I thought I shot and I did I like when Sue Ellen's a but ball. we have yeah. to drink because in the be- beginning there she says, I don't understand. Oh. At one it's not point, like yes. in the same tone, though. This time she's like, I don't understand. She's like pissed. And yeah. you know what? She has every... I was when Dr. Elby said fantasies. I was like, I literally wrote, "What the shit?" She has every right to be pissed. Right. She's also right. She is right. She's and like, yeah. I, she's like, these are not fantasies. This is like real shit, and all y'all suck, basically, uh-huh. <laughs> including you. Uh, you. <laughs> she's and like, you fantasies. Is like, the, he's like, the, okay, you're right. The scene, and she's start talking about. She goes, and I have to. I'm not putting it up with any more, and she's got to do what she has to do. Reminded me of right before Jr. was shot, the scene in Dr. Elby's office. She goes, you're right, Dr. I, I can't, I have to take charge of what's going on in my, you know. Right. It had a very similar tone to it. Mm-hmm. and uh, So Sue Ellen's going to gather some resources. Yes. Oh, Alex checks out of the hotel and checks out on Pam, too. Bye. Bye, Skimble. Oh, I I wrote that um, that basically because his whole his whole line was basically like Abba's take a chance on me. (laughs) 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 If you change your mind mind. (laughs) on the first day of life, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. And he's like, I'm out of here. I'm off to Moldavia to be a king and head over to Dynasty. See ya. Bye. <laughs> it just, I just got a flash in my head of that scene from Twister where, where you know, uh, who's it? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Dusty, he's like, loser, move on. <laughs> 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 Bye-bye, Alex. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh. So, so Ellen goes to see her lawyer named Kyle. Kyle Bennett. Kyle Bennett. Kyle Bennett. Okay. Who has, who looks like he has a jungle in his office with all the plants. Yeah, there's a lot of plants. A lot of plants. Now, I found it interesting. Uh, same watering service him. that Leslie has doing her plants. Probably. I found it interesting that she went to Kyle and Kyle was like, well, and she said, you know, you're, you're the only one who believed in me. And I was like, Sue Ellen. He was your defense attorney. He's paid to believe in you, whether he knows you're guilty or not. Right. But then he was like, "Hmm, yes. 
He was like, yes, yes I but totally I was right. believed you the whole time. But you were right. <laughs> he was like, well, it turned out that you were right. You didn't do it. And she's like, uh-huh. So I need, I need another favor. Like, some dude's been following me, and he's like, okay, well, I got contacts in the, in the police department, but, I mean, We'll take okay. it from there. All yeah. right. He's probably like, are you going to pay schedule. me? All right, I'll figure it out for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. is, is that pipe permanently attached to his hand? Because he's... Always has the pipe in his hand. The pipe in the mustache. Yes. <laughs> it's like that. That it's like the chain that Alex Beam had on his. Alan Beam. Alan Beam had on his. Um, Alex Beam. Now we've combined <laughs> them. Combine them into yes. one monster. One Al- monster. Alan. Yeah, the chain that Alan Beam had on his. Yeah. Alex yeah. Beam and Alan Ward. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Who gets the chest rug? <laughs> Flip for it. So Donna and her committee come to Bobby to run for Senate. Yeah. And Bobby and could damn, not be suck it, JR. more surprised, more shocked. A- he has to like pick his like mouth off off the floor. Right. He's not and- interested uh, initially and she, they have to talk him into it. Right. And then when JR is there, Bobby says... Oh yeah, it's. I really want this. I'm going. The minute Jr. walked in the room, he's like, "All right, yeah, game on, motherfucker." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Jr. is obviously glad it's not Cliff. I mean, I'm sure Jr. is like, "Hmm, I can use this to my advantage. It's not Cliff Barnes. It's little brother Bobby." But he doesn't understand that Bobby's going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm a Ewing, but fuck you. I'm not doing your dirty work." Right. And let, let's let's poke the fires about what Pam and Alex are doing down in the Gulf Coast while we're in the office. Oh, right. He's just like, I'm going to add, you know, like, how, one, how does he know? Like, I guess it's JR. He knows everything, but. Harrison Page, probably, somehow. You know, he's got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Harrison oh. Page, because he got Pam. To do that thing in the first place, right? Right. He right. had Liz. He had Liz Craig transferred, and now Liz and Harrison are an item, and blah blah blah. Right. And Harrison is on Jr.'s payroll, and his, so he's also his, um, the one who reports back. Yeah. But if Jr. Yeah. Jr. wants to know about everybody's business, so That's true. he has he he's has he has tentacles everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. He's got he's got people everywhere. So when Sue Ellen is like, I'm being followed, it's like, you're not crazy, honey. You probably are. Right. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely you are. <laughs> yep. This is an absurd jump. We have that scene in the office, and then the very next scene is a shot of the newspaper announcing Bobby running for Senate. Yeah, that is pretty. Well, you know, back then, uh, you guys know back then they had, they had the evening paper and the morning paper? That is true. But yeah, but, that that quickly? But, the, but there was an announcement. They didn't even have a strategy session yet. Right. I mean, it's basically like when TMZ picks up something and they publish it right away. Like the, the paper was Twitter back then. Like the evening edition, boom, there it is. Uh, still stretching a little. I mean, they. Uh, or is it the next day now? No, because Pam is coming home that night, and he's going to talk to her. 
Well, maybe somebody tipped off somebody at the Dallas Press, and they had a spare newspaper ready to go. Like, <laughs> and they the put Truman on the front. <laughs> and they, as soon as I got the call Charles from Ford died cover, today. Charles boom. Ford died today. <laughs> well, you know, you know about the Dewey defeats Truman newspaper, right? Yes, and, and Truman held okay. it up. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's what happened. Exactly. Right. They had a Gerald Ford, Tom Brokaw moment ready to go in print. Yep. And it was like, somebody called and they were like, send it to press. <laughs> and needless to say, Cliff is pissed off. He's so pissed. pissed. Oh. And, oh, there's his, some tree bombs it, yeah. flying in this scene. And his, his true colors are showing. Uh, and Donna was like, mm, there he is. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, she's you're a just great like, you're second man, but you're not a first man. Yeah, she's being straight with she's them. Like, she's like, "This is you're not going to be the, a great first pick." Sorry. It's basically, like you're you're a good like veep material, but you'll never be president. Right. Veep. I love it. <laughs> spoiler I that spoiler too. alert. Cut until conundrum when he in the uh, dream seat. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. So Cliff says. Uh, uh, Donna tells Cliff that he is predictable. Uh, yeah, because he just breaks up I with mean, her he right is. there. He's just like, okay, well, then this is all yep. over. And she's just like, could you be more predictable? Cool. Okay. <laughs> she does not give a fuck. Yeah. No, okay. she's, going, she's probably going to go back to Ray. Yeah. She takes she's, her fur. Let's be she, honest. <laughs> she, she walks out wearing that fur coat. Mm-hmm. Out the door. I love the fur coat. Slap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are filming in January, remember. She's like, no, the fuck you didn't. Oh, yes. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. you did. Bye. You did. Okay. I was. It's like she was waiting for it, almost. Right. When she was like, I'm you're sure so predictable. Was. It was like, oh. right. she knew it was going to happen. So she like went over there ready for a fight mm. uh-huh. and ready yeah. for the, the inevitable. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, mm, okay, we're done. Goodbye. Right. Speaking and of fights. then we cut to... <laughs> oh, the next scene. Yes. Yeah. When but, Bobby tells Pam, she's not happy. Hey, I'm in the Senate. She's like, hey, you didn't ask me. You didn't talk to me. You did nothing. We're going to be in the spotlight even more than we are now. Cool. Yeah, that's a conversation well, you have like, with your partner. <laughs> like, what <right>. the fuck? <laughs> and don't you think when Donna was at the office with the committee that um, he probably should have said can I have a 24 hours I need to go home and talk to my wife exactly that's definitely what he should have done yeah well even back then and as progressive as we think Bobby Ewing is how many men were just like oh yeah sure like they didn't even think to talk to their wives because oh I'm the man I'll make a decision blah 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 yeah it's like in uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cartoon when Rudolph's father wants to go out. And he's going to go out and look for Rudolph in the before the storm. And um, Rudolph's mother wants to go, and he goes, "No, this is man's work. I'm going. Mm-hmm. You stay here in the cave." Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm just kidding. No, for <laughs> real. Like, Even reindeer, honestly, reindeer men. <laughs> do you know how many times I still get texts from my dad with like a picture of something? He'd be like, "Don't tell your mother." Like the, when he bought that stupid Roadrunner, he's like, "Don't tell your mother." I was like. All right, I won't, man, but she's going to get it in the divorce, I'm telling you. like, <laughs> <laughs> Or she's just going to see it. And what was the whole yeah. first act of A Very Brady Christmas? Mike not telling Carol that he's planning a trip to Japan, and Carol not telling Mike that she's planning the trip to Greece. Uh-huh. Oops. That's and so they run into each other at 
the travel agency. It all comes back to Christmas see. movies. I forgot about that. It's all done. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of this fight is uh, Pam throws Jenna Wade into the mix. Boom! Just mobs her right into the middle of the fight. Because he's, oh, like, he's, right he's like, ah. Because he, he's like, he's what like, about sleep with Alex? And then she's just like, yeah, what about Jenna? I'm like, oh, shit. But I cannot right believe what she said to him just before they kissed. I was like, did that just come out of your mouth? Oh, the part where she was like, I wanted to sleep with him? Or what? Yeah. I was like, no, Pam, you don't say that out loud. But like, Bobby no. said the same thing to her about Jenna. Oh, true. He, the, well, he I'm said glad the same they're so thing. honest with each other. However... <laughs> Right. Dude, what's the However. Maybe not great. Yeah. Just, now, level it, just leveling the playing field, that's all. I will yeah. say, for two people to be honest like that with each other and then be like, fuck it, come here. I mean, that's yeah. just like ins- yeah. insane to me. But yeah. it proves that they can withstand almost anything. Yeah. Almost. Uh, so, almost. so the it's whole. It's crazy. And he can withstand her ugly ass hair. <laughs> Oh, the poodle Sorry. perm. I had to throw it in. The poodle I mean, perm, yes. I was waiting for that. Poor Pam. It's so awful. So, they didn't even try to style that bitch's hair in those so, at so all. So J- JR <laughs> trying to drive them further apart with the Alex information mm-hmm. and the whole thing mm-hmm. in the office. Oh, just what? It just pushed them back together. It did. You know what? This is an insane goal to have, but how I would love to have Victoria Principal come on our podcast and talk yes. about her damn hair. Oh my god. Just like, what do you think <laughs> right. about the perm? <laughs> Can we talk about the different styles? Wish, wish you know? Did you see how she was matching donations uh, on the uh, Betty White challenge? No. That's awesome. I didn't she see posted that, that on her Instagram and her She's Facebook. She's a big animal lover too, so that's cool. So we go to the uh, bar or uh, the lounge Afton is singing her only song Steal Me Away at this point <laughs> yeah, twice only song encore yeah. and Jan J- an wants to hear it again why because it's the only thing Wait, you sing right? <laughs> yeah and they leave the club together so obviously mm-hmm. Leslie's yeah. not putting out so I'm gonna go to Afton right. because she's easy exactly yep He's an idiot. He's he so stupid. Idiot. He had, at the beginning of the season, he had Sue Ellen. Like, he, he's so stupid. He's yeah, but such a he, moron. He wants what he doesn't have. Once he has it, he doesn't want it he anymore. He needs to fucking appreciate what he's got. That's willing to drop exactly. everything for him until he pisses her off and hurts her enough that she's just going to be like, whatever. And, you, uh, God, he's an idiot. Yeah. So let's cut to breakfast at South Fork. This is a very interesting scene. This with the it four is. guys. And Miss Ellie coming in, dropping a bombshell and leaving. JR's happy for Bobby's Senate run. He's like, oh, yeah, we're having breakfast with the future senator here. And Jock couldn't be more ambivalent about. Uh, <laughs> right. It's just like, yeah. Why cool. is Jock wearing his glasses? Those big glasses that cover half his face. His rose-colored yeah. glasses. Those are like the glasses that um, uh, Ellen Griswold's mother wore on Christmas vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sue Ellen leaves for town because she has a schedule to keep because she's, you know, hatching a uh, catch, catch a uh, spy type of game here. Uh, Ellie goes for her. She's going to meetings with Pam. Uh, Pam's going to take her into town because Ellie doesn't want to drive yet again. 
But she won't be home for dinner, so this is an all-day thing that's going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, she won't be home for dinner again? What is Jock going to do? Jock, have you ever heard of ramen noodles? <laughs> no, I don't they think he has. Staff. They have a staff in the house who makes dinner every damn night. I mean, he's going to be fine. So may maybe <laughs> he he'll... He will be fine. Maybe he'll... In in a scene that we don't see, he'll invite Teresa and Raul to sit at the table to fill out the table with him. Right. Oh, yeah, never. I can't see that <laughs> happening. The help, even the help, doesn't sit at the table. Mm -hmm. Those poor people. They should. I'd do that. I'd be like, yo, you just made my dinner. Come here and eat with me. Yeah. I would. <laughs> right? Well, that, that was what impressed me at the uh, dinner that I was at. And I was at the table with Larry Hagman after the meal. He went into the kitchen and shook hands with every person that cooked the meal and served the meal and thanked them. See, if, if I was famous, I would be like that. Yeah. I would. I'd be like, can I help you? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but can I? It sounds like fun. Right. And he had the option of going out to sushi with Brenda and Patrick and Linda. And he said, nope, we're here to have dinner with these people. And I'm having dinner with these people. Oh. I mean. They left after hors d'oeuvres and he stayed with us. Depends on what they were serving, man, because I like sushi, too. <laughs> but, I think you missed the point of the story. I'm just kidding. I didn't miss the point. <laughs> so no, that's very cool. So JR asked what the DOA is up to, and what does Miss Ellie tell them? Oh, they're Tecapa. stopping this thing called Tacapa. It gets really quiet, <laughs> and then Ellie pieces out. Jock has... Jock has no expression on his face like the nope. whole time. He's just like, nope. Mm. Eh, no, whatever. Good, good poker face. Good poker face. And, and then Bob, Bob is like, uh, do you think maybe you should tell her? And he's like, ah, no, I'm not telling her a goddamn thing. <laughs> she doesn't need to know my business. Damn it, my Ellie. Business. It's my business. My business. Okay. I really feel then, like he's the, he's probably seething on the inside though. He's just like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. And That's then what she's been doing. And then Ray comes in the front door. Ellie had left out the front door earlier in the episode, and this was painful watching Jim stand up out of that chair. You could see he was slow. It. I. I. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. Some, yeah. 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 It yeah. took him a while to stand. And then he leaves, and J.R. tells Bobby, didn't you learn anything? You never question daddy's business. No, no yeah. Never question. Never cross track when it comes to business. Just don't do it. Bobby's just like, Even oh. if it's Ellie. Right. Yep. Can't. But Meanwhile, to be fair, he didn't tell her about Takapa. Mm-mm. So right, how no. does she even know she's interfering on anything? Yeah, she has no... Right, well... There's yeah, no idea. Yeah. Purpose. Well, well no. how, how, would, how would he know that it would matter to her anyway because it was his business and... He wouldn't. He, right. Yeah, so he didn't tell her. They've been leaving separate lives. So Sue Ellen's tail is being tailed. She's playing to catch a, to catch a thief or to catch a spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they catch him, the worst... P.I. in the world. His name is Mr. Appleton. <laughs> P.I. <laughs> All right. Mr. Appleton. And it takes him like two seconds to be like, okay, I'll talk, I'll talk. Uh. Is that okay, the guy with the pipe the in his mouth? The worst P.I. in the world. Yeah. Okay, baby. That's is that the guy with the pipe in his mouth? Kyle Bennett? 
That's Kyle Bennett. Kyle Bennett. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah. He ever had this stupid. A- Appleton. That's why do they name people who are bad at their things uh, Apple? Because on not another bad Apple. On Knots Landing, there was a Michelle Phillips's character was involved with a friend of hers who was a very bad scam artist. His name was Benny Appleman or Applebaum. So Applebaum, I think. Applebaum? Yeah. So don't don't someone's name okay. has Apple in it. They're going to be bad at what they do. That's mm-hmm. what I've learned. So then Leslie's at Ewing Oil, um, and while she's there, Hank Johnson calls just to tell him that he might have news in the future, but he doesn't actually have any news. So, like, what was the point of that? He had no news. It was was to (laughs) cross it with Leslie so that she's starting to... Put two and two together. you 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 had Claude at the beginning of the episode. And she's outside, and they cross paths. Now she's in the office, and Hank Johnson calls calls and says, I'm going to have news within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of of opening her to the plot line, I think. Yeah. Um, And then she tells him straight up, like, hey, if you want your reputation back, then you need to stop going to cheap bars late at night and stop seeing second-rate saloon singers. He Jared does not like any of that. He doesn't like being followed. He doesn't like someone tailing him, knowing his business. 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 I love that. His business. Yeah. Uh, he'd rather have her in charge of his business. Pers- yeah. His, business his personal business. His his business. <laughs> his business. His business. His business. <laughs> His business. Below the equator. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Appleton tells Kyle and Sue Ellen that he's been getting dropping sending reports to a P.O. box, box four nine four five six in Denton, and that's mm-hmm. where he's been getting his money order every every Friday. Kyle wants to go with her or send somebody with her. She says, No, I have to do this alone. I'm like, well, which is a, like, we- which is a weird call. Take backup. Yeah. 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 Why does she want to confront somebody like potentially dangerous on her own? Like, is she going to be, she really going to be packing a, a derringer in her purse this time? And why would the police let her do that? You know, like they're involved now. Something happens to her like that. Yeah. That's on them. Logically, yeah. they're not going to be they're like, oh, okay, ma- okay, Mrs. Ewing, you're on your own. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see ya. I mean, it's he, possible he sh- somebody could have, have tailed her. Maybe. Yeah, he should have had somebody tail her without Unless her knowing. Kyle Bennett and the, well, of course the uh, the PI probably knows, and the police figure out who it is, and they're like, oh, okay, and that's why they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, Mrs. Ewing, like she's not going to need any backup. I I don't know because he's getting a money order and a money order you don't really trace money yeah. orders. Yeah, he doesn't he's seem to. He actually doesn't seem to know anything. He doesn't, but I mean, if the police are looking into it and they figure out who the, the money order, dumb. like well, the post office dumb. box, and if it be, they were tailing Sue Ellen, like obviously they can tail whoever is like leaving the money orders, right? It can't be that hard. Because right. we don't know about any police involvement after they took him Apple Appleton to uh, Kyle Bennett's office. We don't know about any police involvement at that point. They, he just True. had his police friends pick him up. But so we don't know if they continued after 
to investigate or... Maybe he spilled when the policeman picked him up, you know, spontaneous admission. And then and when he got in the lawyer's office, was like, mm -mm, I'm going to say anything. <coughs> we just don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know. Very interesting. So she yeah. goes, she's hanging out at the, uh, hanging out at that post office. And... Mm -hmm. She sees a uh, mustachioed tall. young man. <laughs> mustachioed. Mustachioed. Tall. mustachioed. Tall mustachioed young lad. Come pick it up. <laughs> Mustache. Mustachioed. Must I like that. Mustachioed. 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 So we got porn stash, we have mustachioed. So she jumps in the car and follows this car to some <laughs> mansion <laughs> where the driver, Mustachio, gets out. With the envelope and hands it to someone in a limousine, and the limousine drives away. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And then Sue Ellen gets out. But shot. Sue Ellen sees who's in the limousine. And Does she, she gets, see who's in the limousine? Yeah, because she goes, face? Oh my God. Yeah. It can't be. be. Okay. It can't be what, Sue Ellen? It can't be what? Now we have and to wait till next episode. Freeze frame, Sue Ellen. Da da da. Da da. Till next week. And I put, I put, it is. <laughs> but to find out who, it you'll is. have to tune in next time. Tune in next time. And, it is. And my, my last comment is, it can't be what, Sue Ellen. It can't be who, Sue Ellen. It can't mm. be why, Sue Ellen. That's it? <laughs> so How? I, when? I gave this 4.25 bourbons and a Jenna Wade reference. <laughs> yeah. I gave this a 4.5 and a fancy box perm. I went with a 4.5 and a catered beef stroganoff dinner. Mm, it's delicious. I did 4.25 bourbons and a better fucking PI. Yes. Yes. Five. Was it was it Magnum PI? <laughs> it definitely really? was not Magnum besides, PI. No. <laughs> anybody besides Appleton and whoever the guy was in the previous season that Sue Ellen hired that was so fucking obvious. Like, these guys cannot do their jobs. No. Like, it's like I'm being fucking followed. Fucking idiots. Oh, no, you're not. Who's following you? <laughs> no, I don't know who's following you. <laughs> you need Mick Sweeney. I'm not Mick following Swain. you. You oh, need Mick Sweeney. I'm Swain. not here. Boop. They need Veronica Mars. It's so, right, or, it's so obvious. I it's love like, that you turn Me around too. and they're like, oh. Or you need Dan Marsh. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, please check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash ewingbbq. Um, if you also would like to just uh, do a one-time, like, hey, just you want to give us a little tip, um, you can send that directly to my Venmo, which is Girl Scout, G-R-R-L-S-K-O-U-T, on Venmo. Uh, we have merch up at TeePublic. And that's tpublic.com slash users slash the Ewing BBQ, Ewing Barbecue. But you can just look in your show notes and this is all going to be there. Um, and we also have a what Facebook What sort of merchandise group. do we have? We have well, pretty good. basically anything you want. It's our, right now we just have our logo, but we're going to have some other stuff coming soon that I'm working on. Um, so and check I, back. I, I took... I took one of the stickers that you gave me, and I took yeah. an old uh, mug with an offensive logo on it, and I yeah. did this. Oh, put this on yeah! There. You can get mine's stickers. on the back of my iPad. You can get T-shirts. You can get hoodies. You can get. I have a really cool um, uh, mug for coffee. That's. 
pretty sweet. Like, you can get anything. So you should check it out. Um, we also have our Instagram, which is Ewing BBQ, and Twitter, which is BBQ Ewing. Uh, anything else, guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. This is our first, uh, this is our first one in the new year, so happy yeah, New Year. Yes, our first recording in the new year of 2022. Let's hope this is better. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, till yeah, next time. Cross your fingers. Don't give me that crap. Bye. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? Next on Dallas. Yes, the man who just drove away. Can you tell me his name, please? I'm not at liberty to discuss it. Then I'll stay here and wait for him to come back. You can't do that. Just watch me. There's been a counter-revolution here. How about the Welps? Return to their rightful owners. You were smart enough to overthrow a foreign government. I can't take credit for that. J.R., you don't need me anymore. What? I have to see him.